Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less, a horror movie podcast where we review horror movies in 30 minutes or less so you don't have to and you don't have to waste your time, all that. We go through all this stuff and watch it all for you and we've got quite a doozy to talk about today. The movie is called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. We saw this and we're like, yeah, we have to review this. So we can't not review this movie. It's written and directed by Rice Frock Waterfield. I think I'm pronouncing that right. What do you think, Corey? Sounds good. Sounds good? All right. Yeah. We'll go with it. So, starring Nikolai Leone as Christopher Robin, Maria Taylor as Maria, real original. Cool. Craig David Downset as Winnie the Pooh. No, I'm sorry. Craig David Downset as Winnie the Pooh and Chris Cordell as Piglet. The plot is after Christopher Robin abandons the whole gang for college, Pooh and Piglet embark on a bloody rampage as they search for a new source of food. Obviously, that food being humans. You know what? Why don't we get into it? 30 Screams or Less starts now. Corey, what did you think of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? So, first of all, I didn't realize that these characters had names until you were just going through that plot. Other than Christopher <laughs> Robin, of course. Of course, of course. And Pooh and Piglet. But the fucking girls, I didn't know they had names. Oh, yeah. I mean, they weren't even really referencing them, but we're going to get into that. So, dude, we both talked about this before that you and I grew up like watching the original cartoons and the movies and such and being huge fans of them as we were kids. And I'm sure most kids were like our age. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We all grew up on that shit, you know. But, but this, yeah. dude, this was a mix of everything I fucking <laughs> absolutely loved. It had horror. It had gore. And Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, they fucking ate Eeyore because they were hungry. Fucking Eeyore, what? Of course. Poor Eeyore, just Debbie Downer. They're like, oh, they're, you know what? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, as Steve said, the plot was they're searching for food, and the first thing they ate was Eeyore. Yeah. And it's all because Christopher Robin wanted to make something of himself by going to college. Who goes to college? Yeah, dude. Especially now, like, fuck, all you get is debt. Yeah, exactly. I go to college. Well, not anymore. I had to stop for a bit. But, Fuck debt. It's crazy. I've worked in that shit before. Not a fan. Not a fan at all. No, but I loved how this movie opened with the hand drawings and the narration. I was a huge fan of that. It really set the tone for the shit show we're about to watch. I actually did like that. I thought that was really cool for an opening. It set the whole tone of the movie. It gave you a rundown of what happened with Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh, the whole gang there. And it really does paint a picture of the whole movie. And what it's about, which is great because you bang that out in like a minute and a half. And then you're like, okay, now it's probably can't be ridiculous bullshit. Budget went to the intro. Oh, yeah, right. God, would they make that thing in Apple iMovie? I don't understand that joke because Apple's trash. Hey, no, 
Apple's not trash. It is. I, no, 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 no. Actually, I'm on a PC at the moment, surprisingly. So a man. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I use this PC is like when I do the podcast or when I'm gaming. It's a great setup for me. That's oh. why I go with it. So when you're doing adult things? Yeah, when I'm doing adult things. But I mean, when you're not do doing adult things, you use a crapple. I use an apple, correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to stop trying to bully you. You can't. Don't worry about it. It just yeah. fucking rolls off my shoulders at this point. It's not going to happen anytime. It's not going to happen. Nope. Not anytime soon. All right. So we already went like off topic. We're going fucking back into it. <laughs> oh, no, no. We were on brand. So we were talking about Christopher Robin, the bitch, actually leaving for college and saying, fuck you, friends. I'm done with y'all. I'm going to make a better name for myself. An asshole, huh? Yeah, he's a dick, but whatever. They did the same thing in, wasn't it called Christopher Robin or something? It came out a couple of years ago. The concept was very similar. Oh, where he left oh. and then came back to all of them? Yeah, it was like a backstory or so. I cannot remember what it was called right now. Oh, okay. Is that the one with Ewan McGregor? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know what one you're talking about. I actually haven't seen it though. It's good. It's really good. All right. Maybe I'll watch that after watching this thing. But so the movie starts off like we're just saying you have the animated intro gives a rundown of what's going on. After the intro, you see Christopher Robin and a girl who is presumably his girlfriend, fiance, I don't know, something like that. But they're walking and they're trying to go and find Winnie the Pooh and the whole gang. And they roll up on Winnie the Pooh's place and see that it's just looks like death and destruction. Dude, and why was Hundred Acre Woods so nice? I don't know. It was you said uh, death and destruction, but I thought it looked kind of nice. It looked like a high-end like campground. I know it did. I'll take it. Pretty sweet place. But all we know is freaking cartoon Winnie the Pooh. This is what we have, though. This is what we get. Whatever. I'll take it. It was nice. I want Winnie the Pooh and Piglet to be living high class. They deserve to be high class, especially whatever the fuck this was. Yeah, I don't know. But oh, and there's a couple of things I want to get to. It's about the characters involved and not involved in this. You know what? Actually, let's go into it right now because there was Eeyore. Obviously, Eeyore's out of the picture. He was eaten. So then there's, what is it, the rabbit? And then there's Tigger? Are those the other two? Where where did Tigger and go? I don't think they had the rights to actually use them. I wonder so, if, because there's obviously going to be a sequel. They're already making it. So I'm I heard I heard about that a sequel coming. From, is it Disney? Actually, it's free domain. Oh. That's why oh, they that's were right. able to make it. Yeah. No, just Winnie the Pooh, like certain characters, right? So I think what's happening is Disney maybe had some rights. I'm not 100% sure who has the rights to Tigger and the Rabbit, but I know that Winnie the Pooh and apparently Piglet are not included in that. They're part of the free domain. So I'm thinking that's why they were able to use those particular characters for this movie. Yeah, but how do they even reference Eeyore? Oh, maybe they had rights to Eeyore as well. well and then, oh, or maybe well, they had like a minute worth of rights for Eeyore. We never really saw Eeyore. We just saw them cooking something over a fire. <laughs> but you knew right away. It was like, there was one less of the gang, like type D. And I'm like, yeah, oh true. no, it's Eeyore. <laughs> oh, poor Eeyore. He was, like he was probably burning to death and be like, no, great. So dude, when Christopher Robin and... Mary end up in Hundred Acre Woods looking for Pooh and Piglet, and Pooh ends up sneaking up behind Mary and strangling her with a chain. Yeah. No, it's Piglet. I loved it. It was so good. 
Yeah, but Dude, all the, the kills in this movie were so good. You know what? There were a lot of great kills in this movie. I will say that. However, during that scene, supposedly this girl that he's in love with, maybe, whatever. That's what I'm just assuming. Because if you're bringing a girl back to meet your friends there in the woods, I mean, you must be pretty serious. But he's just sitting there like, no, why are you doing this? Please stop. When he probably should have at least jumped in and maybe help out the girl that he loves. But no, Christopher Robin's a bitch. I don't know why he just let it happen, but he did. He so, didn't want to like mess with any of them. So, you know, those stupid derpy masks that Pooh and Piglet were wearing. Yeah, I do. Who were they I mean, designed by? Do you know or something? No, no, but apparently there was a, when this movie was first, I don't have the site anymore, but you could actually go on this website and purchase those masks. They were like, oh. tw- they were like 20 bucks. The director went on and bought these masks to use in this movie. No shit. So yeah. just these random masks he bought on a website and now he threw them in the movie. Okay, so he's clearly trying to keep the budget to a minimum for sure. The budget was 100000 from what I read. So what's that? 40 bucks out of that budget? Cool. So now that just goes to the mask budget. Yeah, and I mean, they, I like them. I thought they were good. But the fact that you this dude just went on a website and bought them to use in this movie where he apparently had $100,000 to use, I don't know. The costumes were kind of lame, mm-hmm. but I did like the masks for what they were. Yeah, for what they were, it did the trick. You figured out, yeah, that's Piglet, and yeah, that's Winnie the Pooh. But that kind of reminds me, though, of Halloween, because the original Halloween, the John Carpenter one, they grabbed a mask. It was a mask of William Shatner from a Halloween store or something like that, and they cut the hair off, cut bigger eyes, and painted a few things, and that was the mask. I love that story. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, it's a great story. I think that's awesome. A lot of people don't know that. I don't think they really know where this came from, but it's great mask. Classic, classic mask. So it does remind me of that aspect. Back to the movie here. Did they ever explain why all these girls showed up to this house? Oh, I think the reason was because one of the girls, something happened to her, something traumatic, and they all just needed to get away. Or I think it was her counselor or psychiatrist that was like you need to go away and spend some time with yourself or just get away and so i think she did that with her friends yeah we learned very soon into the movie that winnie the pooh has a thing for boobs because he just rips this chick's (laughs) shirt off for absolutely no reason and then just brains her against i don't even know what he hit her head against was it a oh it was a mulcher or some kind of shrinker it was a mulcher wood chipper whatever you want to call it yes slamming her head into the wood chipper and then naturally being thrown into the wood chipper because it might as well go all the way. But what was I gonna, yeah, the random boobs that just pop out out of nowhere. I was like, oh, that was fucking random. Like, it, didn't, <laughs> it was, dude. It, like, it, it, it caught me by surprise. Like she's fully clothed and all of a sudden she wasn't. Yeah, it just happened so quick. Like she had freaking tear away Adidas pants or some shit. It was just like a tear away freaking shirt. Just gone in a second. That was just, it was so fucking weird. But it meets the quota for horror movies. You got your blood, your cabin in the woods, your topless person, all that. It's already hitting all the parts needed for a slasher flick. Yep, for sure. So then we see like right after that, that Pooh's had Christopher Robin captive inside of his little dungeon. For who knows how long, and he's just got the shit kicked out of him. Yes, and then we go into the scene where it actually shows Winnie the Pooh eating, like eating fucking, eating honey. But then mixing blood in and just ripping people to shreds. And he had skeletons hanging on his wall and stuff. And 
One of the skeletons was obviously Christopher Robin's girlfriend. And obviously he's freaking out. But yeah, pretty much he's just trapped there. We get to a point later on in the movie where obviously all that changes. But I think that's one of the biggest things about this movie was watching Winnie the Pooh eat honey and there being a little bit of blood mixed in. I think that's maybe why they're calling it blood and honey. Would make sense. Makes sense, I'd say. You know what I want to get into as well? I want to get into these fucking kills for this movie. Oh, yeah. Because you, yeah, let's get into it because you love them. And I would agree. Some of them were pretty good. Which one was your favorite? Probably the car. Oh, God, the car was so brutal. But that makes me wonder, when the hell did Winnie the Pooh learn to drive? I know, that scene That scene was playing as Piglet's dragging his sledgehammer along the ground to this chick just laying on the pavement. And in the background, you see Pooh sitting in like a fucking Porsche, just revving it up. He's ready to drive over this chick. And then he finally does, man. I love the makeup so much. He fucking drove right over her head. You see her head just, it just squashed like a tomato oh yeah i wanted the eyeballs popping out of course yeah but i just i thought it was so absurd when you see winnie the pooh behind the wheel i'm like okay so he's sitting upright like a human being and able to touch the pedals and everything perfectly fine got it sounds right and then he's just sitting there piglet is dragging his fucking sledgehammer which he doesn't even use and then all of a sudden you just see freaking winnie the pooh slowly mind you slowly run over the person like it took forever just to finally get to her then okay then her head gets squished by the tires and everything and the camera zoomed in on her head popping i love that effect of the camera zooming in Mm -hmm. during that gruesome scene so it was a toss-up for me between that or the sledgehammer in the pool oh the sledgehammer in the pool it, it was great kill don't get me wrong but the chase leading up to it was unbearable i'm like can you fucking catch this woman already my goodness because it's piglet running in the water and i don't know if anyone here has ran in water up to their chest yet you're not running fast it's a slow run and that's exactly what happened here it went on for so long and i just wanted to say to him would you fucking kill her already (laughs) just get it over with let's get to the next scene i actually like that slow burn there because it gave me jason Voorhees vibes yeah. Him when he walked into the lake and what was it part seven where he fucking walked into the water. Mm-hmm. But it gave me those kind of vibes. Oh, so, okay. So uh, you're relating it to that scene. So like it kind of resonates with you. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got Piglet that plays Jason Voorhees in this movie. And then Winnie the Pooh is basically Leatherface. All right. Any man combined. Yeah. Later on in the film, he's all of a sudden summoning bees and throwing them. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, when did this happen? He did it twice. I was like, what is happening? Yeah, when did he become fucking Candyman? And like you said, Leatherface. The Leatherface part, I could definitely see because of how brutal he is and how he was like hanging people, but not on hooks, on like chains and stuff. Oh, he so, hung Christopher Robin in the beginning. We didn't see it, but we saw the bloody meat hook. Oh, did we? Because it looked like he only had slashes. I didn't see a freaking puncture hole. There was a bloody meat hook right next to him, so I can only assume that he went for a ride on it. Yeah, it's possible. But yeah. We'll yeah. Call that ride. The Meat Hook Bonanza, Space Mountain, all that stuff. So what was your favorite kill? My favorite kill, I really did like the car scene. I thought that was awesome. I would have to say, I like the wood chipper one, minus the boobs. You just see him trying to push in, and it's just turning into friggin' meat at the end. It was fucking brutal. It was absolutely brutal. Yeah, but the, the car one was fantastic, too. The boobs did not add to that scene. No. Like they were there for no reason at all. No reason at all. I think the director is probably like, all right, we'll give you an extra 
hundred bucks if you want to show your boobs in the movie. And the girl's probably like, all right, well, I got to fucking pay rent. So why not? And then that probably happened. It Who knows? Had, might have something to do with wanting to make it more of like an 80s slasher type movie, 80s, 90s slasher, because all of those movies had boobs in them for no reason all the time. Yeah, they didn't need and to like, be there. And like e- excessive sex scenes. It's funny because I was watching Things Killing and the very beginning scene was a pilgrim woman and she's running just topless, like actually just the boobs hanging out, fully clothed everywhere else, just the boobs hanging out. And met the quota i think there's a boob quota in slasher flick yeah that's the only thing i can think of with that particular scene i think it's probably just pretty standard so they just threw it in and i think that's what happened it just yeah, okay gotta get those in there and then it's done but you know what we reviewed some movies that didn't have gratuitous boobs in it christmas bloody christmas were there boobs in that one either no but there was sex for no reason in the beginning oh yeah that oh that scene yeah that went on oh. <laughs> the one that you hated <laughs> i fucking hated it so much I don't have a problem with nudity or sex in horror flicks. It's just common. I don't know. I think they just throw it in there to make them feel vulnerable because, you know, you're naked and you're just like, everything's fine. Just had a good time. And all of a sudden a killer comes in and you're like, fuck, here I am completely naked, still running a semi. And now I have to deal with a freaking killer coming in with an ex or something. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it's just got to, it's got to be a quota or something for that style of slasher. Oh, absolutely. So earlier I was going to say something with the kills. You said how great they looked and everything. The production, surprisingly, on this movie, not bad. I thought the quality was great. You look at the camera quality and everything. I have seen far worse horror movie productions than this. I thought this looked great for the most part. Yeah, I agree. It took place in the dark in that cabin or something they were in. And then the lighting, I love the lighting in 100 Acre Woods too. It was like dark and dreary, almost like there were street lights, but there weren't. There was just mm-hmm. enough light so you could see what was going on. Yeah, I thought the quality of the lighting was great too, because it does give that sense that it's no longer a happy place anymore. It's fucking miserable there because Christopher Robin left everyone and fucking discarded them like trash. That bitch. Fucking the Toy Story method here. Oh, yeah. Leaving the toys behind when they're fucking miserable and they're like, oh, he's going to play with us forever. No, he goes to college and donates them to something. So you're trying to tell me Christopher Robin had fucking human sized pets? Yeah, I would think so. Human sized pets. Uh, They they were clearly humans just wearing masks. (laughs) You imagine they were just regular people walking around in masks and Christopher Robin's probably like, oh, you're actual, you're a real bear, a real bunny, a real tiger. And a real uh, rabbit. And he's like having friends with him. It's probably some weird fucking random dudes that were hanging out in the woods doing acid wearing masks. <laughs> did you see Did you see my note here that says, somebody get these girls in acting class? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did see it that. It was awful. The, the, the acting from that group of girls was so bad. Yeah. You and I, I probably could have done a better job. I think we could have because you and I also like, talk bullshit back and forth and it's fluid those girls they definitely needed some acting lessons but what do you expect on a hundred thousand dollar shoestring budget all that money went to the production so now you got to get these actors like i can give you a hot dog for payment dog and a cup of coffee a pat on the back job well done (laughs) i like it hey whatever i panned out we'll get to what i thought of this but yeah i think it panned out in the end yeah you know what's funny a lot of critics hated this movie Even the audience score is pretty low. 4% critic, 50% audience on Rotten Tomatoes. 
it's kind of had a Terrifier 2 deal where it only cost 100000 to make, but I think it made over $4 million at the box office. How much? I think it was over $4 million. And Yeah, I, I remember I was, was going to go see this in theaters because the only place it played was somewhere near you. Yeah, box office, $4.6 as of like late January. So yeah, budget 100000 box office, $4.6 Same deal with Terrifier. Terrifier was 100000 something like that, give or take, and then made way more back at the theater. I don't know, man. Yeah, and that's pretty wild. So the kind of same deal. Even though this is considered not that great of a movie by a lot of people, it's still at a hell of a return. So that's probably why they're talking sequels. Dude, the sequel, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed. They already released like a teaser like image for it. Oh, did they? I didn't even see yeah. that. You're going to have to send that to me. I got to see that. No, bitch, you can Google. I don't want to Google. <laughs> <laughs> I ask people like, what's this about? And they just go, Google it. Like, you ever heard of Google? Yeah. You ever heard of Google? Fucking tell me it. Uh, I'm going uh, old school. I don't want to, I don't want to search Google. No. What's Google? Go to That's fucking what I Ask to Jeeves, dude. All right. I'll go to Ask Jeeves instead and maybe pull up Alta Vista. Alta Vista. Go use, <laughs> things pretty good. No, I might use a Netscape Navigator to get on AOL and then go check that out. You have your computer plugged into the internet now, so you might be able to get on. Yeah, I'm still using a phone dial, like a phone cord, regular phone cord. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. No, I actually fixed my internet. Internet is good. I was doing wireless stuff before. It wasn't working all that well. Yeah. Uh, now, like... I, now I've got a 150-foot cable or some bullshit that I can actually take with me outside and do work-from-home stuff. This is basically like the first episode we've done since you moved into your new place where we were able to get started right away. Because you weren't fucking messing around with your internet. Exactly. Yeah. What was that, I, in February? Yeah, it was in February. And then not too long after we started doing the podcast and the freaking internet sucked ass. I was struggling. I tried everything. There's only one other option, but I'm not going to entertain that option. Because right now I have a cord running through my house that gives me blazing fast internet. So we're going to stick with that for the time being. Was the other option stealing the internet from your neighbor? No, I wasn't stealing any internet. I bet you they're trying to steal some off me and it's fucking my shit up. <laughs> yep, that's it. You yeah. found it. I found the problem. I found it's those pesky neighbors. They're yeah. freaking taking all no pesky neighbors are taking my internet. Taking all your internets. I don't want I don't I don't I need internets. Oh man. That's me. Taking my internet. Hey, how did that show go, by the way? Oh, God, dude, that show was fantastic. It's exactly what I needed. For those of you who don't know, my band played our first show in nearly three years and played it to a damn near packed house. So, really? Uh, yeah. So venue holds 180 people and we sold 139. So it was like 70% full. It was pretty crazy. Do you have that many fans? I guess so. Wow. Yeah, it's fucking crazy that people actually remember us after two and a half years. Because if you don't do shit in anything for the music industry, you're forgotten about in no time. So for people to actually show up like that, it's fucking wild. I want to check out that venue. Is it near your place? Yeah, it's not too far. I'd say about five-ish minutes away. Really not that bad. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't say five-minute walk because my slow ass would be fucking stumbling there. But drive, about five minutes, not bad. But Tweet. it was it was wild, man. The lineup was crazy. It was a Necronomicrist, My Missing Half, Graveborn, Drive By Bukaki, and 
the summoned and it was a great fucking lineup great show we finally got to use these fucking giant banners that we have on each side of the stage are sick it's fucking sick i've been wanting to use those for so long but every place we play it's too small to put them those giant what do they call them scrims yeah it was like two giant scrims on the stage and they're five feet by five feet each oh damn so we need minimum 10 feet of space on each side of the stage to have both of those banners up. So this was a very big stage and we were able to put the banners up finally. Now it's like, fucking finally, they've been sitting in my garage for God knows how long. You put all this money into them and haven't been able to use them. Exactly. So now I got my money's worth because a lot of people saw that. And hey, you know what? A lot of people have been talking about us coming back and fucking generating buzz again. It's fucking great. Speaking of bands, what happened with that 90s hair metal band that randomly showed up in this movie? <laughs> I have no idea how that even happened. I barely even remember that. I need a refresher. There I was those random old dudes. They're old dudes that showed up with like long hair and they, I think it was Pooh. They came face to face with Pooh and they just pick a fight with them in the middle of the road. And obviously Pooh just murders all of them. That's right. I do remember that because that's actually towards the very end and- it was like a standoff that between Pooh and that whole band of guys. They're all just like looking at each other forever. I'm thinking to myself, can someone fucking make a move? Because there's a lot of drawn on parts in this movie. At least I feel there are. So they were fucking just staring at each other for God knows how long. And then finally the guys start attacking Pooh. And it made me feel a lot like Michael Myers being attacked in uh, Halloween Kills. Evil dies tonight. You know, oh, yeah. When he gets lynched. the mob. Yeah, he gets the mob like on him, but he just keeps getting up like a fucking badass. And that's basically what happened with Winnie the Pooh. They kept beating the shit out of him, and he went down to like a knee, and, and it was kind of one of those, okay, you done? And then, of course, Winnie the Pooh cuts half a guy's face off with a fucking swipe, and then just went off on the others. Yeah, I, I loved it. I wish I could remember how he killed the other guys. I remember the, him cutting that guy's face off. Yeah, well, one guy got his head cut off. That was another, and I think one involved a fucking, no, you know what? I might be getting this mixed up with Jason X, which I just watched the other day. I was thinking, oh, maybe a backbreaker. No, that was Jason X. That movie gets shit on, but it's so good. It's got one of the best deaths in all of Friday the 13th series. You're talking the one, about the freezing of the face? That's yeah. a fucking great death. Can we freeze in the face and then smash it against a table? That's amazing. My favorite scene in that movie is when they decide to try and make Jason think he's back in Crystal Lake and like in VR or whatever. Yeah. And he picks that, he picks that chick up. It's well, there's two people banging and he picks that chick up that's inside of a sleeping bag and starts smashing her against a tree. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. They use a what augmented reality type shit. So yeah, he picks them up. He picks up this, like the sleeping bags and he's just hitting them against the tree as if they were a fucking baseball bat or some bullshit. It's fucking great. That movie gets shit on. I like it. I take it at face value. And this is kind of one of those movies that you need to take at face value as well. But essentially, these guys started attacking Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh fights back, destroys them. What we didn't mention was that two of the girls were able to escape. Well, obviously, everyone else in the group is dead. These two girls are starting to escape, and they run into these guys. That's when the guys try to save the girls from Winnie the Pooh. And then, of course... They slam into Winnie the Pooh and try to like hit him, but what is he, on top of the car type shit? Yep. 
Yeah, and they get in an accident, and then all of a sudden, Winnie the Pooh grabs one of the girls, cuts her head off, and then you have your lead girl that's still there. That's the one that went through all that trauma and stuff. And Winnie the Pooh's coming after her. And then here comes Christopher Robin finally taking action into his own hands and hitting Winnie the Pooh with a car. Naturally does zero damage because Winnie the Pooh is a fucking monster of a being. And then, Corey, what else happens after this? Because I'll allude to it if you don't want to go into it. Because, but go for it because I know what you're going to say. Are we talking about the part where Winnie the Pooh speaks? Oh, of course we are. That okay. and, yeah, and Christopher Robin being a bitch again. Yeah, well, Pooh says, you left. And then uh, I don't remember what happened after that now. I watched this a couple days ago. He grabbed the girl and Christopher Robin was trying to plead with him to not kill her. And he's like... I won't go anywhere, I swear. And he goes, you left. And then fucking kills the girl and starts stabbing her like crazy. And meanwhile, here's Christopher Robin just being like, no, don't kill her. Just He's like back there yelling at him like it's going to do anything. Exactly. He's not doing shit. He's being a bitch. I just called Christopher Robin a bitch four times in this podcast. Actually, five now. Five. Steve has a vendetta against Christopher Robin now. Like, dude, you got to help. Don't just stand there and sit there and cry and think that everything's going to be fine. Sorry, bro. You have to take out Winnie the Pooh. Well, the man just got out of Winnie the Pooh's fucking dungeon. Like, let him do what he wants. I guess. Let him. He just wants to spend the rest of his life with Winnie the Pooh and be stuck in that childlike mentality. But my question is, though, where would it go after this? Does Christopher Robin hang out in the woods with them and they create this fucking gang where they go house to house Gestapo style and killing people? Or, or is like Christopher Robin just, all right, back to my cage, that type deal. Yeah, I'd love to know what he planned on doing after he murdered everyone. Yeah, but I guess we'll see when the sequel comes out. I don't know when that's going to come out. Is it literally signed? Is it greenlit to go? It's, or green. they, it's greenlit? Wow. Okay. It's so, going to be yeah. out. It's actually going to be out next week. What are you talking about next week? Because they put so little effort into these, it'll be out next week. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> it just it'll drop in no time. We got to do the mean one too, but we'll save that for Christmas. Oh yeah, we, I want to save that one for Christmas time and maybe Thanksgiving for November. Something can't go wrong with Thanksgiving either. No, definitely can't. But there is one other thing: the ending. I thought it was pretty long, drawn on, and we didn't get any resolve whatsoever. It was just like Winnie the Pooh saying, "You left," killing the girl, Christopher Robin watching, and boom, that's it. But, he ran away. Oh, he actually ran away because I thought he was just hanging out there. No, I'm pretty sure it ended with him running away and Pooh huh. just watching him run away. Oh, geez. Okay. So well, obviously we're going to find out all about that in the sequel. But with all that said, Corey, what do you give Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey? Oh, I can't wait. I could not wait to get to this part because I know oh, how you feel about it. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah. Dude, five out of five dead kids. Five out of five? Why? So all of the kills were super creative. It was extremely violent. I love that it didn't take itself seriously. I mean, I'm a sucker for like cheesy horror. The score was actually really fucking good. And as you know, we judge our movies based on the score and other things, but the score is a huge factor. This movie was a masterpiece and I can't wait for the sequel. <laughs> it's uh, I'll, I'll watch the sequel, but... So you I'm gonna put have... this up. I'm gonna put this up with fucking Return of the Jedi, okay? Oh my god. Now you're just straight up fucking trolling. Come on. No, okay. continue. I'm not gonna take it back. I said what you, I said. You said what you said. Okay, well, I'm not leaving that out of this podcast. This is gonna stay in. And nope. I want to hear what people have to say about 
you saying this is equal to Return of the Jedi. It, oh, God. I give it a two out of five. Oh. It, yeah. There was a lot of parts where I was just like, oh, my God. But I did try to take it at face value as much as possible. But there were things that I thought were confusing. The shirt rip, where the rest of the characters were when they already explained in the beginning of the movie. Things like that. The kills were good. But there were some scenes that were just super long drawn on. For instance, there was one lady just in chains and she's just been held captive the whole time. And these girls are just grilling her. Like, why are you here? What happened? It's like, would you get her out of the fucking chains already? (laughs) And it was very campy. The masks were, I thought, ridiculous. Obviously, I need to take this more at face value. But yeah, I'm going to go with a two out of five on this one. It wasn't great. Definitely wasn't the worst horror movie I've ever seen. That's for damn sure. I want to buy myself one of those masks. I loved it so much. <laughs> you know what? On Amazon, they make those heads that you can put it on. Do that. Oh, I have one for, I have several masks that have those. Oh, shit. See, I have one for my Jason COVID mask. Mine is just sitting on a shelf, but I have a Jason mask that is in a foam head. And I have two other latex heads that I had custom made years ago that also have them in it. Sitting oh, so, right next to me. Oh, nice. Do you have the Tom Sweeney mask signed? Like the I COVID do. mask? Oh, you do. That's sick. Yeah, I paid the extra to have it signed by the man himself. Yeah, see, I wanted to wear it out in public. And if I was going to wear it out in public, I wasn't going to wear something that had a an actual autograph on it. So I was just like, you know, I'll just get the regular version. And who knows, maybe if I see Tom Savini one day, I'll have him sign a uh, katana or something. I wore the fucking mask out grocery shopping once. Joanne and I had gone. This was obviously during COVID. Obviously. And um, she didn't want to be seen in public with me. God. Yeah. <laughs> it's, she's, uh... like, she's like, my asshole husband is wearing a fucking Jason mask to the grocery store. <laughs> oh, I'm just picturing her like trying to be as far away from you as possible as you're pushing the carriage and putting things in. And she's just like, why am I even here with you right now? That's, that's what happened. Oh, God. See, I had a different thing. So for me... Whenever I wore the mask out, I got a lot of compliments from people. A lot of people just being like, that's so sick. Where did you get that? I'm like, oh, I knew I had it made. And they were all just like, they thought it was the coolest thing. Some people even took photos of me with it. Sick. Yeah, I was like, this is crazy. Now I'm feeling famous over having a ridiculous COVID mask. That's the world we lived in. I love that mask a lot, but I feel like it was kind of difficult to put on because of the second strap that goes around the top of your head. Yep. Yeah. 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 I could see that, like, for me, uh, when I put that on my head, uh, you would have to really make sure it's clamped in. And then sometimes you have that awkward extra amount of rope or whatever you want to call it sticking out. So it looks like you have a fucking curl in the back of your head because of this mask. In theory, it's cool, but I wouldn't say it's great to wear. But a lot of people loved it. I love it. But right now it's sitting on my shelf inside a one of those foam heads. Yeah, mine is also sitting on a shelf but where it will stay forever until good, I until I shit the bed anyway. Good and and then you, money. Or you give it to me in your or, will. Or, or I leave it to you in my will, yeah. Exactly. And you can do it with it what you will. Oh, I plan on doing plenty of things with it. Don't don't tell me. <laughs> or I'm just going to donate it. Oh, no. I'll go to Savers. I'll go to the Salvation Army. I'll go to all those and look for it. <laughs> I'll just do one of those box dies where it's like, everything in here is a buck. And you just kind of dive in and go, I hope I don't get stabbed. I wonder if those are ever went on eBay. 
I'm sure they did. There's got to be some. I haven't looked or anything, but I would take a look. Go for it. I am right now. I'm ahead of you. All right. Let's see. The signed one. There are no sold listings, so I don't know. No shit. All right. Well, a lot of people just want to collect it. I mean, we waited, what, fucking eight months to get it? And then by the time we got it, it was only a couple months of COVID left. We need another pandemic so we can wear it. Yeah. I. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with it. Maybe the house <laughs> prices will drop and I can actually buy one. <laughs> there we go. And I can sell this one and we can buy a new one. Perfect. There we go. Now All we're right. talking. I'm rooting ah. for another pandemic. Fuck <laughs> it. Jesus. Oh, I hope COVID comes back and it's worse. Oh my God. As much as I would love to have a house and all that shit, I don't want COVID happening again. I want to play shows. If that happens again, I won't be able to play shows and we're fucking probably toast. Yeah, you're right. I'll miss doing those things. So I'm now edit, edit that out. (laughs) All right. I think we can finally wrap it up here. Everyone, be sure to like, follow, subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We're definitely starting to post more stuff up on YouTube, so be sure to like, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave us a five-star review and whatnot on all podcast platforms so we can get some more exposure. And, of course, be sure to tell your friends because word of mouth is one of the best ways for people to find out about new podcasts. Also, we're a part of the Shining Wizards Network. Visit shiningwizardsnetwork.com. They got a whole slew of other podcasts up there in their whole network, so definitely check it out. There may be something that you may be interested in listening to. Also, visit 30screamsalist.com for all previous episodes and transcripts to go with those episodes, of course. And anything you want us to review, send an email to 30screamsalist at gmail.com or even hit us up on social media. Be sure to use the hashtag 30screamsalist and we can all communicate that way. And with that said, I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. And thanks for listening to 30 Screams or Less. Thirty seconds or less starts now. Corey, what did you think of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? We're only going to have a thirty-second podcast today. That's awesome. Yeah. No, that's thirty minutes. You said thirty seconds or less. Yep. Fuck it. No, we're going. To... <laughs> well, let's run by that again.